Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning to each of you who have joined the prayer call this morning. We say, Arise and shine, for thy light is come. The glory of our Lord is risen upon each of you. Hallelujah. I love that song. I will make room for you to do whatever you want to. To do whatever you want to, Father. Are we truly surrendered? Are we truly willing to allow Father God to do whatever he wants to? Shake up the ground of all my tradition, all my ways, everything that I, 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 I want to do. Break down the walls of all my religion. Not just spiritual, but every belief that I hold personally of the flesh. Father, break it all down. Hallelujah. That we make room for you, that your Holy Spirit has complete control, then we're able to grasp his words, to hold on tightly, and are able to withstand all the wiles of the enemy so that we don't lose this fight. Well, we welcome you again to the prayer call this morning, and we say this is the day that our Lord has made. We rejoice and we're glad in it. I want to introduce you to our team that's lined up today. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you. We bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to say good morning to our prayer controller. Sister Alicia Coulter is our prayer call controller this morning, and we say good morning, Sister Alicia. We thank and bless you, sis. Our devotion leader this morning will be Minister John Small. Good morning, Minister John. We say good morning to you, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. Good morning to you and everyone out there listening. Thank you, thank you. Our prayer requests and any praise reports that have been submitted will be offered up this morning by Minister Sharon Small. Good morning, Minister Sharon. How are you doing today? Good morning, and thank you. I'm doing great. Hope you're doing well also. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Well, without further ado, let's go before Father God in prayer before Minister John comes with a devotion. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father, that we truly have you, dear God, in our hearts. You are truly, dear God, our one, our prominent, our source, our everything, Father, And we look to you. We look to you, Father, because of who you are. 
We look to you, Father, because you are El Elyon. Hallelujah. You are our God, Father. And we bless you this morning. We bless you, Jesus. We thank you for this day. We thank you that we have another opportunity to get things right before you, to walk in your promises, to walk in your purpose, to fight the good fight of faith. And Father, we do, God, shift ourselves to the side and make room for you. Do what you want to do, Father. Do what you want to do through us this morning, even beginning on this prayer call. Speak, Father, through Minister John. Pray through Minister Sharon in the name of Jesus. Father, we open our ears to hear by your spirit this morning what you are saying to your church. And we speak in agreement with what your word says into the atmosphere today. In the name of Jesus, Father, have your way. Have your way, God. Hide your words in our hearts this morning. Engrave them on the tablets of our hearts that we stand fast, that we, Father, move in complete obedience to you and surrender to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Have your way, God. Amen, amen, and amen. Minister John, we're ready for you. Well, once again, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Glad that you're here for our early morning Bible study. Today, today's lesson, I have named it, You Do Make a Difference. You Do Make a Difference. And along with that title, I'm going to put out a challenge in the end. I'm going to put out a challenge in the end. Now, with your imagination, I want you to imagine the worst condition that you could ever imagine in regards to being captive in a jail, solitude, not like the jails that we have today, but the jails of yesteryears, biblical time, perhaps dark, damp, dirty. If it's winter, it's cold. If it's summer, it's hot, humid. Insects, rodents crawling around. Imagine for me. Also imagine that you're in this place and you know that you do not have long to live. 
and possibly what you want to say to those you love will be the last words that you will ever say. What would you say? Well, there was someone like that, and his name was Paul. He was in the worst condition in a jail cell. Perhaps his last days. And he decided to write a letter to someone that he loved, he cared for, and also he wanted to encourage. And so here's what he said to his son in Christ, Timothy. He said this, and I'm using the message translation, 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 8 in the message. Paul wrote this. He said, I can't impress this on you too strongly. God is looking over your shoulders. So in essence, he's telling Timothy that no matter where you are, no matter what you do, God is watching. As my wife and I would say, you're always, you're always on. Christ himself is the judge. But the final say on everything, living and dead. He is about to break into the open with his rule. So here's what I want you to do, Paul is telling Timothy. Proclaim the message with intensity. He's telling him to continue on. Don't stop. Don't take your foot off the gas. Keep pressing forward. What I've started, you continue. He said, keep on your watch. Keep looking. Keep doing. Be persistent. Then he goes on to say, challenge. Warn and urge. Don't be afraid to challenge when it comes to the word. Don't be afraid to warn people when it comes to the truth. And he continues to say, urge your people. Don't ever quit. Just keep it simple. He said, don't stop. He also goes on to say that you're going to find that there will be times when people will have no stomach for solid teaching. But we will fill up on spiritual junk food. In essence, he is saying that the word, the truth of God's word, people are going to get sick of it. They're going to get tired of it. And they're going to want to hear something different. They're going to want to hear the glitz and the glam. They're going to want a Snickers bar opposed to something healthy 
an apple or an orange or a fruit. They want the the glam, the light, and the show opposed to the simple word, opposed to the truth. He goes on to say that catchy opinions that tickle their fancy. They want to be emotionally moved. They want to leave church feeling good, but not receiving anything. They want to walk out of church saying that that was a good message, but I can't tell you exactly what it was about. They want to just have the experience on the outside, but not let it go in to their hearts in the inside. Paul went on to say that they have turned their backs on truth and chased a mirage. They will turn their back on God's word, what is true, what's challenging, and they will chase after something that they think they see, they think they feel, they think they know, but it's not really there. But he continues on to say, but you, Timothy, you, keep your eyes on what you're doing. In essence, he's saying, don't shift to the right, don't shift to the left. It's like having blinders on with a horse. Keep it focused in front of you. You've got a mission. You've got a destination. Now stay on that path. He's saying here, accept the hard times along with the good times. It's going to be hard. Paul is saying that this work, this service that you're doing, it's going to be hard. Look where I am. Look what has happened to me. But ultimately, look what has happened to Jesus himself. But did that stop him? No, it didn't. Accept the hard times along with the good times. Keep the message alive. And the way that we keep it alive is we keep breathing it. We keep speaking it. We keep meditating on it. That the words do not stop coming out of our mouth. Do a thorough job as God's servant. In essence, he's saying, you've been stamped. Your boss is giving you direction. Now go do what he said. Then he finalized it by saying this, you take over. I'm passing a baton. This is a race. And you're a part of the relay team. You take over. Why? I'm about to die. I'm about to leave. My life, my life, my life, an offering on God's altar. 
in essence, he's saying that I'm about to spill out my life. I'm about to spill out my blood. I'm about to be a sacrifice. But I have no complaints. None at all. I'm here to encourage you, Timothy. He says, this is the only race worth running. Some people chase money, houses, cars, positions. Those race will fizzle out. And in the end, you will wonder why. Even the great J. Paul Getty said, with all of his billions, if I had it to do all over again, if I had it to do it all over again, I would do it differently. This is the only race worth running. And he finalized by saying, I've run hard right to the finish. Believe all the way from beginning to the end. All that's left now is the shouting. And it's not the shouting in, in anguish. It's not the shouting in pain. It's the shouting when God's applause says, well done, my faithful servant. And he ends it by saying, depend on it. He's an honest judge. You do right not only by me, but by every eager, everyone that's eager for his coming. Now here's Paul in jail, the worst conditions that you could imagine, knowing that his time is near, but instead of waddling in himself, Oh, me, oh, my. He's reaching out to those he loved and say, I'm passing on the baton. I've done my race. I've done my best. Now, carry on. So, my challenge for us, my challenge for us today is If you knew that this was your last day, your last hour, what type of message would you leave to the ones that you love? Be it your husband, your wife, your family, your friends, your children, grandchildren, whomever that is precious to you. What message would you want to leave to them? What would you say in that message? How thorough would you be? How committed would you be? What would you say? After meditating on that, whatever those words may be, however you would write that, whatever you would say, walk away from it. 
take an hour and then come back. Come back to the words that you've written for those that you love. Come back to the words that you only have a short period of time before you leave here and you want to relay to them your most precious thought, your will and testament for them. What would you say? And once you reread those words, here's my question for you. Would you do those things that you have written? Would you honor those things that are written? Would you pick up the scroll and say, I agree. I take the baton. I will run this race. Well, it is not your last day. It is not your last hour. And you do make a difference. Paul has written the words, not just for Timothy, but he's written it for us as well. He's passed the baton. Now we have it. Now my challenge for us is, what are we going to do with the baton? What are we going to do with his last words? What are we going to do? It's totally up to us. We do make a difference. Amen. 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 What a wonderful, wonderful word. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Minister John, for for coming forth out of obedience with that word, the overcoming power of the word of God. And we declare no junk food. Hallelujah. We want the pure word of God. You know, I thought about as Minister John was speaking, I challenged myself weekly to go back. What did I learn? What do I remember from the word that was presented by Bishop or the word that Father spoke by his spirit and even in personal um, um, time together with him? It has been hidden in my heart. The baton has been passed. What are we going to do with it? Father, help us. Help us, as Minister John said, to keep pressing. Don't stop. Don't be afraid to challenge when it comes to the word of God. Urge the people to continue with the word, being steadfast. Urge yourselves by the spirit of God to take the word, hide it in our heart, that we remain steadfast. Amen. Amen. Remember, get comfortable with pain. Pain is an indicator that you've pushed yourself to the limit. Father, we thank you again for your word. Minister Sharon, we're ready for you. Saints, let's stand together and believe together as he prays. Come on, sisters. <laughs> 
Minister Heron? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. Okay, sorry about that. We received two prayer requests this morning. One is from Michael, Malcolm Brown regarding his upcoming prostate cancer surgery. The other is from Latasha Davis on behalf of her daughter, Kalia Williams, who doesn't want to be here on earth anymore due to personal trauma in her younger years, and now she medicates with alcohol and weed to numb her pain. So we go into prayer. Lord, I thank you that there's power in agreement. In obedience to your word, we're to be anxious for nothing, but everything by prayer, supplication, giving thanks. We bring our request to you. Thank you, Lord, that you forgive all of our iniquities and you heal all of our diseases. Prostate cancer must bow to the throne. In faith, we request and believe Malcolm Brown is healed, whether pre-surgery, during surgery, or post-surgery. If he's not healed prior to surgery, we pray that doctors, nurses, technicians, actually every link in the chain is anointed and led by you in victory from Malcolm Brown. For you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. You have not given Kalia Williams a spirit of fear, but power, love, and sound mind, and that's what she operates with. She's released from negative chains of her past and from medication of alcohol and from weed. Jehovah Shalom, may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep her heart and her mind through Christ Jesus. Peace be still. We also pray for the children covering Abasa in Pittsburgh, Antioch area, Jaden in Texas, Amaya in Mississippi, Zariah in Florida, and all the other children in faith. We cover them. Some have returned to the same school, some to new schools. Some are now pursuing careers. Precious are the children. We cover them and their pathway in the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. They are delivered from corrupt companionship, for corrupt companionship destroys good manners. May our children increase in wisdom and in favor with God and with man. Lord, we thank you that you contend with that that contends with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. And we agree According to Matthew 18 and 19, which says, If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that we ask, we know that it will be given of Father God in heaven. Amen? We want to swing back to you, Minister John. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes, ma'am. So before we close, just remember, the challenge today is, what words would you leave to those you love if you knew it was going to be your last day, your last hours? And whatever those words would be, remember this, the things that matter in the end is the things that matter right now. So whatever you would 
put down on paper for those that you love in the end, why don't we start doing those things right now? Because according to God's word in Matthew twenty-four thirty-six, it says here, but the day, the hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. We don't know the hour. We don't know the time. So let's take this precious gift that we have of life. Every day that we open up our eyes and we are given a present of a new day. Let's use it wisely. Let's use it accordingly. Let's use it for the glory of God. Because you do make a difference. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. We want to thank all of you for joining the prayer calls today. Again, we invite you to invite others Wednesday and Thursday mornings at 5 a.m. for the prayer call. Please invite others to corporate prayer as well on Saturday mornings. We meet 7 a.m. on campus. We also live stream. But remember, this Saturday, September 3rd, we will not have prayer on campus due to the Labor Day holiday. We will resume the next week on September 10th. Lastly, when we open the lines this morning, we ask that each one that is baptized with the Holy Spirit that prays in the Spirit in your heavenly language to please do so. Any others, we ask that you please offer up a prayer of thanksgiving to simply thanking Father God. Amen. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister John, Minister Sharon, Sister Alicia, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. Remember, don't lose your fight. Father God, we thank you for your word today. I pray, Father, that you bless Minister John, that you bless Minister Sharon in the name of Jesus, that you bless Sister Alicia, that you bless, Father, every intercessor that you've called to be on this conference call this morning. Bless them, Father, as only you can do. Father, I ask that you guide them by your Holy Spirit. Father, we recommit to you this morning. We resubmit to you this morning by the power of your word, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit. We recommit to rely just on you, to rely just on you on your Holy Spirit and not lean to our own understanding. Father, direct us by your Spirit. Hide your word in our hearts, God. We declare that we don't want any more junk food. Hallelujah. 
We declare that it will not be tolerated in our systems, that it's expelled. We declare, dear God, by your spirit that we will only digest the wholesome word of God, your pure, unadulterated word that will sustain us and that will keep us. Hallelujah. Father, direct us by your spirit that we stand, that having done all, we stand in confidence, in your confidence, in your strength. Hallelujah. Father, that we lean not to our own understanding, knowing, dear God, that it's not by our might. It's not by our power, but it's by your spirit. Hallelujah. That we live, that we move, that we have our being. Father, give us a heart to be swift to obey everything that you've said in your word, everything that you've taught us by your servant. I pray, dear Father, that each one presses and thrives, presses and thrives, and keeps pressing. As Minister John ministered this morning, Father, give us a a new press to keep pressing and not be afraid to challenge when it comes to your word, God. Not be afraid to leave the legacy, urging others to continue with the word and be steadfast. Bless each one, Father. Bless each one, dear God. That when the seed is planted, that it grows deep, that it's rooted, that it's rooted and grounded, firmly rooted in you, in you, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you, Father, for your food that you've given us today. And we, dear God, are blessed by your word Bless each one, I pray, dear God, as they journey for the remainder of this week, this weekend, to keep their eyes stayed on you. Keep the word hidden in our hearts. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. Sister Alicia, please open the line for the saints to continue praying together.